first of all. I think that they don't realize sometimes that their ill-fitting clothes are not doing them justice. And I think that they would change their mental outlook quite a bit if they had clothes that fit them better. No matter what their size is, no matter, you know, their height, those are not the important things. It's getting the clothes that fit right for you and your body shape. Hey there, and welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I'm your host, Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur, investor, and business coach for ambitious women who are boldly taking their business to the next level. And I believe that building a successful business isn't about working 24-7 just to merely meet a revenue goal. What it does take is a unique blend of dedication to purpose, courageous action, and frequently sheer will to overcome the odds that lead to meaningful impact and experiencing a life well lived. In each episode, you'll get to know the women and men who are unafraid to put it all on the line as they share the stories of success and failure that have made them incredible leaders and the magic they gift the world with. As you're listening, and I hope finding value, don't forget to share the Tribe of Leaders podcast with all of your other entrepreneurial friends and to follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am your host, Emmy Krishner. And on today's show, I have one of my legacy leader or legacy leader circle clients on to my high level cross between one on one coaching and a mastermind. Her name is Eileen Kiveny. And Eileen has been in the looking good business and making a great first impression for over 20 years. As the founder and CEO of The First Seven, an image consulting business focusing on skincare and custom men's clothing that help professionals and busy business owners achieve a more positive vision of themselves. Eileen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited because I love your business and everybody needs your business. Well, I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me today. You're so welcome. Share with everybody just a little bit about you, your background, and why making a great first impression is so important to you. I would love to share that. It's kind of an interesting, longish story, but I will condense it. I grew up in a family where looking good was always important. We had certain clothes that we went to school with, that we played in after school, and then we went to church. And so I always had that focus, whether I realized it or not at a younger age. But it did serve me well as I you know, got older and went into the workforce and then created my own business. I became a, a skincare consultant because I got the products that I loved at a reduced cost. I'll be very honest there. And from that point, it kind of involves bringing skincare and then looking good, and it evolved into an image consultant certificate that I got and helping women. And then I really transitioned from helping women to helping men. As a gal that is close to six feet tall, I had always been challenged for much of my life with getting clothes that I liked and that fit me well, and then also fit the kind of life I led. It was very challenging to get all of those pieces in one outfit that I really enjoyed. And as I transitioned from helping women to more helping men, I realized that men are a very underserved part of the market. They don't have girlfriends the way that women do. 
to give them honest opinions about how they look and whether or not this is something that would work for them. And in addition to that, they don't have the same opportunities with regards to where they shop and how they shop and also options. They are very limited. And especially now that COVID is, you know, hopefully starting to be in our rearview mirror, they have even less opportunity because of the fact that many men's stores have closed down. And even some of the larger retail stores are giving less less square footage to men in their departments. So with all of that, I decided to jump into the men's custom clothing business. And I am having an absolute ball. They are wonderful to work with. They are very receptive to ideas and ask the right questions. And I have really had a growing successful part of my business be with men. And I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. And I've loved watching you grow and hearing you talk about your upbringing. You and I very clearly have very similar mothers because I had play clothes. We had our Sunday clothes. We had our kind of our everyday, like go to school Mm -hmm. clothes. Um, I'll add in that my mom's general clothing philosophy was that you should always have one thing that you can wear to a funeral. So I don't know if that's overly morbid or not, (laughs) but we always had one and I'm kind of air quoting big fancy, but dark for me dress. Yes. Yeah. So we were always prepared. She was like, you must be prepared for everything. That's very interesting that your mom had that philosophy for you, even as a younger person. I didn't grab onto that till I was probably in my 20s. But it does make sense. And I still have something like that that fits the bill for those kinds of situations when they occur. Well, I can assure you I do. (laughs) That that has not left me. I'd love to dive into really two things. One, the guys and, and how you're serving them. But let's talk about the name of your company, Your First Seven, because there's Mm -hmm. meaning behind that. And I'd love for you to share it and why that's so important. Thank you for asking the question, because I do get that asked to me fairly often. And individuals don't have any idea what the seven have to do with how you look. I chose the name The First Seven because of the fact that it takes about seven seconds for someone that you are meeting for the first time to come up with an assessment of you based on probably at least 13 things that they are quickly assessing you on and kind of sizing you up as to whether or not they want to know you, they're going to like you, and whether they want to do business with you. So that's an extremely short amount of time and a a time frame that each of us should really be a little bit more cognizant of because as that old saying goes, and I think it's still very, very true, you only get one time to make a great first impression. And with the research that I've done in regards to this, you have the opportunity to undo that first impression if it's not the most positive. But it is a long uphill battle because initially people will always go to that first time they met you in their head, mm-hmm. even though it might somewhat change over time, they still go back to that first one. So I use this in terms of my business because you know, skincare, you always want individuals looking at your face and your eyes, especially. We need to take care of the skin and our largest organ and make sure that we're doing justice to our skins, because especially now with the more impurities and UVA and UVB rays, as well as the fact of how we present ourselves. There's nothing better than seeing someone in a great outfit and you know that they 
are owning it. Their confidence comes across in it. And you know that they realize that they look good, they feel good, and that kind of exudes from them with regards to whatever they're doing, the presentation or, you know, interacting in a, in a networking event or whatever it is. It just comes across very clearly. So cool. Like, what are some of the 13 things that, that people are, and they're probably doing it unconsciously. Oh, too, absolutely. Right. When yes. they're taking somebody in. And this is before like a word has been spoken. Correct. Yes. Yeah. This is probably in the amount of time that you might be going for a handshake. Because right. that's usually the first thing that many do when they're meeting someone for the first time. So some of those 13 things is they're looking at your hair, your jewelry, your shoes, the smile or not smiling, look on your face. They're, you know, if you start to talk, they're noticing your accent, the kind of clothing you have on. Were you late? Were you on time? Do you look flustered? Do you have a jacket on? Do you not have a jacket on? There's so many things. It's probably more than actually than 13, but that's a kind of an inkling of what some of the main ones are. Yeah, which is pretty big. Like that's a lot of information to be taking in in a teeny amount of time that you yes. may not be consciously aware that you're doing mm-hmm. and still yet you're making decisions about. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not just an impression. It goes beyond that. And it's a decision that you're making about that individual. And from right. a business perspective, how can that keep somebody from doing business with another person or or slow the process down because now they're having to look, kind of recover or build the relationship differently? Mm-hmm. Well, most of us have heard no like and trust when it comes to dealing with someone with regards to business. So in the first seven seconds, you're certainly not getting to really know somebody, but you're certainly getting the inkling of an impression of them, which can go towards whether or not someone's going to want to do business with you. Mm-hmm. So that's the no, the like. Do you have a smile on your face? I always say that that is the best thing that one can do when you're meeting someone. It costs absolutely nothing. And it is going to go so far, not only for you, but for the person that is seeing that smile, because immediately everyone is more at ease. And that goes towards the no, the like. The like part can be as easy as a smile. And then as you go forward in that conversation, you start the building of the trust based on those other two things. And then from there, it kind of just, that's the starting point Mm -hmm. and the foundation. And from there, someone might have to know you a little bit better, or they might have to know your business a little bit better. But that impression that you give off in the very beginning is really crucial to whether or not they're wanting to circle, want to go back and circle back with you in regards to anything that you both discussed in your initial conversation. Right, right. And how do we help the guys? How do we help the clients? Such a small question, but such a big question at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So oftentimes, and I'll be very honest with you, when I first went into this business, this is a question that I found very off-putting because it was one that I got given to me. When I would meet someone, a gentleman at a networking event, they would become somewhat self-conscious. And I could tell by the way they were first looking that a little bit of that deer in the headlights look when they heard what kind of work I did. But then they would start to look down at themselves and what they had on and say, bluntly, how did I do? (laughs) Honestly, if I had a dime for every time I had heard that, I would be 
doing pretty well. As I said, in the beginning, I didn't know how to answer. So I crafted something and I always reply that I'm a no judgment zone when it comes to sharing my any information that I have. And I then kind of turn it back to that man and say, how do you think you did? Yeah. And that kind of, it, it lessens the tension, first of all, because sometimes this would happen, not just with, with a one-on-one type of conversation, but it would be in a group of five or six people, which made every other person in the group somewhat uncomfortable, not just the person that asked the question. And I would often say, well, if you have any questions about, you know, going over how you did, or if you have any questions about the process, let's, you know, kind of talk separately and I can share with you about how I how I help guys. But how I typically help them when they do coast to the next point is I ask a lot of questions. What do they do for a living? What do they like to do on the weekends? Do they have a family? Do they have children? Do they travel? Do they network? Do they like to go out to eat? And that really gives me a starting point for, you know, what kind of life they lead and what might be this kind of clothing that I can help them with that's going to make their closet someplace that they look forward to going to every day because I can help make it very, very easy for them to think in the morning, okay, it's Tuesday. I know I am going to a networking meeting. I am going out to lunch with a client and then I have some office time. He can then, knowing what his day is bringing, pick out the appropriate clothing that's going to take them to each of those events and be dressed in a very short amount of time because everything in his closet that he has gotten with me all works together. And he can then get dressed and then spend more of his time in the morning preparing for each of those things that he's doing, the networking event or the presentation that he has in the afternoon at the office. And he knows that he has great fitting clothing on that he loves and that he looks great in. So mm-hmm. it's a win-win situation for him. So what you're saying is is that, and I'm dating myself here too, so hopefully <laughs> you will remember as well. But what you're saying is that you're helping them granulize their wardrobes. <laughs> I wasn't going to use the term, but yes, that is exactly what I do. Exactly what I do. And it it is granulizing, if that's a real term, but it's giving them the ability to put things together. And I've even started working with someone who's colorblind, who really has an extra layer of challenge because of the fact that he doesn't see color. And with Jay Kilburn, we have the ability to put up to five initials in the back of their color. So what I have done with him is we put like blue and he knows that that blue, that shirt that has blue in the back of his collar goes with you know, the pants that are, mm-hmm. you know, right next to it. And it right. makes it that much easier for someone that has that kind of an issue going on that is never going to go away and he's never going to outgrow it. But there are some people that really like the idea of easy dressing and they don't have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Let me circle back and explain to everybody who, which is probably most people, who is younger than I am. Granimals <laughs> was a brand of kids' clothing I'm going to say way back in the 70s. I think Uh, it was Sears or Pennies. Yeah. And my sister had them. My Mm -hmm. mom bought them for my sister. I don't remember buying them for me. So maybe I was coordinating myself by then. I don't remember. (laughs) 
Um, but I thought they were so cool because they had little tags of animals. So if you bought all the draft things, all the draft things went together. And Very then cool. you could kind of empower your mm-hmm. child to choose their clothes without them wearing something that was completely mismatched. I don't know what happened to the brand. I thought that was brilliant. But from an adult perspective, I mean, just the energy and the time that's saved in having your clothes kind of in a uniform, but also with enough variety so that you don't feel like you're necessarily, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or Steve Jobs, where you're wearing, you know, just the same you know, hoodie or the same turtleneck over and over again. Right. So much easier. So much Absolutely. easier. Exactly. So what I what I like to think of it in terms to refer back to the questions that I ask my clients, it all has to do with fit, function, and fabric. He gets mm-hmm. a great fit with custom-made clothing. And let's face it, many men don't realize that their clothing that they have is not fitting them properly because they've only gotten off-the-rack clothing for many, many years, and they don't know any better. And then function... Does he travel? Does he need something that's not, you know, doesn't wrinkle very much because he sits in a car a lot or whatever? And then fabric, the fabric choices that I'm able to suggest to him kind of take all that into account so that he has something that is, you know, maybe non-iron, maybe a breathable pant fabric or, you know, something along the line that's really going to fit into the answering the questions and the pain point that he has with the challenges of getting great fitting clothing for himself. Awesome. What do you see happening with your guys after they have a couple of outfits from you? What I've been told told by them is that those are the pieces of clothing that they wear more frequently. They enjoy the fact that it's got a great fit. They like how it wears. And then they also like the fact that, you know, I take care of it for them. They'll get in touch with me or I get in touch with them as a a seasonal tune-up and ask them, well, how are those pair of pants that you got last spring working for you? Do you still enjoy them? Or will we have them in another color coming out for this spring? So they like the idea that there's there again is another added attribute of making it easy for them because I keep my client profile. I have all their past purchases so I can keep track of what they liked, what was maybe not so popular. And then, as I said, what comes out in another color or you know, another Mm -hmm. um, kind of variation on the same idea so that they can have ease in getting dressed and not spend that time. They have better things to do. I find that the men that I have as clients have better things to do with their time than spending going to the mall and going shopping. Yes. And as you know, I wish that, that there was the women's <laughs> version wish, of this. I know. You wish Jay Hilburn would expand into women's clothing. I know. You have said that. More than and once. you will be the first one I tell when they when and if they decide to go into that part of the market. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I love about what you do is that like you're really fitting the clothes. I mean, it, it is custom, right? You're fitting mm-hmm. the clothes to the body. So you're taking mm-hmm. measurements and the brilliance of of Jay Hilburn and what you have to offer is that you can do that virtually now. Yes. It, I mean, there are some good things that have come out of COVID. And for us as a company, this has certainly been one of them. Jay Hilburn spent time, energy, and resources to come up with this fabulous app where a guy can download it onto his telephone and then fit himself in the configuration of the sort of avatar 
that mm-hmm. comes up on his screen and it takes pictures of the front of him, the back of him, each side. And then it is sent to me and it is, I've used it several times or more than several times. I've used it many times and it is very, very accurate. Very think accurate. It's so cool. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cause that it's means amazing. the fit's going to be right on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So kudos to you and technology is super cool. Yes, it can be super cool. I was just with a client yesterday and we also came up with this, what we call a shirt configurator. So a guy can see, you know, a pink plaid shirt and what he can do with me or by himself. He doesn't necessarily have to do with me. He can pick out all the personalizations on that shirt and he could actually see the finished product with, you know, pink buttons or white thread and a different, you know, one color over another color. And it really gives him, you know, choices, first of all, personalization aspects. And the fact that he can see it before it comes arrives at his house is even, you know, is even even better as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Really cool. <laughs> I think everybody should start doing that. <laughs> I'd love to shift gears a little bit and talk about our work together just for a okay. few minutes. And because we've been working together for a couple of years and your business has grown tremendously, you've taken on a ton of new clients. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like you can do newly now or you're doing much more easily than you used to over the last couple of years? That's a very big question. I would say that in working with you and the other gals that are in our mastermind group, we all have been able, first of all, to share our challenges and the pieces of ourselves that we need to work on and we want to work on and we're currently working on. And it's always been a safe place that we can share that information without you know, negative repercussions. And many times, someone else in the group, and none of us are in the same industry, one of the other individuals will share a hint, a hint an idea or a what if in the most positive way that it doesn't come across as you should have thought of this yourself, but rather that someone else with a different perspective is able to share something that we as the individual entrenched in that challenge just probably didn't see. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to share information like that and be helpful to someone in a very safe space. So that's certainly one thing that I have been able to find was working with you and the group that you have put together. The second thing is that I certainly feel that you have pushed me to get out of my box a little bit more. And each quarter when we get together, I see that I've done more of that. And when I look back then over the (laughs) years, I'm like, wow, I have changed considerably. My industry has changed a lot as a result of COVID. And the fact that it was practically decimated with the COVID-19 and the fact that nobody was going anywhere. However, it gave me a lot of time to, you know, concentrate on things that I really wanted to in training. And with between that and working with you, I think that I feel like a more productive stylist, a more organized one, and one that is better able to serve the clients that I help. Fantastic. Thank you. Oh, how do you feel you. your, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. How do you feel you're leading differently or how do you feel that you're showing up in your business differently? Well, I recently, within the last six months, I have brought on a stylist 
And it came as a result of, believe it or not, an Instagram post. This gentleman that is, he's retired from the healthcare industry, but is very clothing oriented and has been for a number of years, was following me on Instagram. And I happened randomly to put up something about what if. And, you know, what if you're looking for extra income or you're looking for the next side hustle? And he said, he said, told me, he's turned to his wife and said, you know, I've been following her for a while. This is the message that I needed to hear because now I need to get in touch with her. And taking him on was something very different, but it has been very rewarding for a number of reasons. One, I've realized that I have better leadership capabilities than I thought. And I am able to ask him the questions about what his goals are and what he wants to accomplish. And then each time we talk, which is about every two weeks, there's always those thoughts in my head. How can I be helpful to him? And I will be the first to say to him, John, I don't know the answer to that question, but together we'll find out what it is and we'll get an answer. And I'm always very, very upfront that I don't know it all. There's too much to know, <laughs> to know it all. But I know the right people to call or, you know, right. maybe where to go to get the answers or the start of the answers. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I think of how he has found working with me, I think he appreciates the fact that I'm not a know-it-all. However, that I'm very down to earth and I'm approachable so that he f- feels that I'm someone who is looking for him to be successful just as he's looking for himself to be successful. Awesome. I think the other thing that you've done is you've created a space for him to grow. And you're also set up so that you can bring on other stylists and you have a a process in how to onboard them and set them up so they are meeting their goals. And that's not easy to do. Yes. Jay Hilburn just recently completely revamped their onboarding process for that very reason. Mm-hmm. They had people coming in for a variety of different reasons, which is all great. Everybody comes to it with a different aspect to their their own life, but there was nothing cohesive enough for everyone to get to the next point, the next point, the next point, so that we have a new training director and she really helped streamline a lot of that. So it makes more sense. Those that come into the company are feeling like they are making money immediately mm-hmm. if they follow the process. And that is, that's what it's all about. You want to feel like you're being successful and making money at the same time. And I think they've really accomplished that in a very, in a very positive way. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So what's next on your big goals list? My big goals list is knowing that I have one stylist, I would like to see him bring on several stylists and I would like to add additional stylists to my team so that I can continue to grow in the many aspects that I find that I have, making more money, you know, being a better leader, dealing with different people that have bringing different things to the equation. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, you know, team building and learning about people go hand in hand. The other thing that I'm kind of investigating is how to do a pop-up shop with regards to Jay Hilburn. We typically work within our homes. There's not that many Jay Hilburn brick and mortar stores. And I'd like to investigate having a pop-up shop as a starter or a tease to perhaps then move on to having a brick and mortar in the area that I, of Pennsylvania that I live in. 
I think that's going to be so helpful and, and just getting your brand out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. If everybody had proper fitting clothes and they were really excited about what they were wearing, <laughs> what do you think would happen? I think there would be a lot more positive men in the world, first of all. I think that they don't realize sometimes that their ill-fitting clothes are not doing them justice. And I think that they would change their mental outlook quite a bit if they had clothes that fit them better. No matter what their size is, no matter, you know, their height, those are not the important things. It's getting the clothes that fit right for you and your body shape. So I think that they would definitely be a little bit happier. And I always think that happiness translates into being more successful. So I agree. I I see a direct correlation between those two things. And it's not just happiness and success in work. I think it would translate to, you know, those that are outdating or those that are in marriages because we kind of, you know, we're going along in parallels with our spouse sometimes that aren't always completely on the same page. Mm-hmm. And one person kind of tends to perhaps, you know, not dress anymore or not take care of their skin anymore. Well, I'm married. I don't need to do that. Yeah, you do for a variety of reasons. Yeah. I'll share. When I was getting divorced, I remember this very clearly. I was exhausted. Things were, There was like no aspect of my life that was going well. And it was obviously a really rough period, but I made sure that I was, I refer to as being assembled, but dressed and put together, <laughs> you know, enough every day, even though the kids were little and I was in mm-hmm. doing a whole bunch of different things and working a lot. And my dad made comment about it because he, he, he's like, I know you're exhausted and you're not sleeping and you're stressed out. He's like, but you look really good. Like you look fairly chill. Like it's just an everyday life. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, took a really deep breath and just kind of sighed that out and, and received it. But mm-hmm. I said to him too, I'm like, if I look good, I feel good. If I feel good, I can get anything done. And that, that was mm-hmm. my mantra. Mm-hmm. Like, good one. A very yeah. good mantra. A very good mantra. I, I remember during COVID seeing so many men that I, I knew that they had basketball shorts on, even though they were sitting down, but they mm-hmm. had all sorts of college t-shirts and hoodies and, and you know, the lawn care companies will go on their baseball hat or their shirt. Yeah. And I remember looking at them and saying, you know, we're still doing business, even though we're on Zoom calls and there's still networking being done. It, it would behoove you a little bit to up your game just a little, even if it's from the waist up, because as you said, not only would you look better, you'll feel better. And that definitely comes across, even if it's on a screen. It definitely comes across no matter what, in person or or a Zoom call. So that's how yeah. I would like to change men. So have them realize that women women appreciate that when they get dressed. We do. And <laughs> we notice and we notice it. And if my client tells me that someone in his office or his wife said something positive about his clothing. He's usually beaming because someone took the time to notice when typically that's a very woman-oriented kind of statement mm-hmm. that you look good. So Eileen, for somebody, whether it's, you know, it doesn't matter what gender, like man, <laughs> woman, if they're interested in getting to know more about you and how you could help them or somebody that they care about dress better, how can they do that? There's actually a couple of different ways. And thank you for asking that question, Emily, because I'd love to share that. So I can be found on LinkedIn 
at mm-hmm. Eileen Kivity. My website is Your First Seven. And that has information about each of the pieces of my business. So that's probably the easiest way to get hold of me. It also there has an e- email address and uh, my telephone number. So those that would be the easiest. Okay. And then I will share with you and set up a Calendly link. And I will give that to you for making it even easier as well. Okay. Awesome. So okay. you can do a little consult and, Absolutely. and get them started. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Awesome. Initial complimentary consultation is always the name of the game. Perfect. I think everybody should take advantage of that. It's kind of like having a little audit, right? Yes. Like just taking a look at what you've got and what you might be able to do better or exactly. be more comfortable in. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be a huge upheaval and get rid of everything that you've got. Sometimes it starts slowly and maybe it's for a special event that's coming up or you know, going back to the office and having one great outfit that you can wear for those times that, you know, you really need to put on your A-game and then slowly build from there as to how you would like to reassess your closet and, and how you put yourself out there. Awesome. Oh, I have one more question, though. Okay. What is or what would be a couple of like essential pieces that every guy should have in his closet? Another great question. Considering even though there are a lot of men typically have worn suits to the office and we're still are selling quite a number of suits. There are many of my clients that say that's not their typical garb for going back to work. So in regards to that, I would say for a guy, it would be one great sports coat that could go with a both a collared shirt or then like a knit shirt that he can, you know, dress it up, dress it down, depending on where he's going. One pair of great trousers that go with it. And then a terrific belt and shoes. So one whole outfit, yes. Because as I've shared with you before, shoes are one of the number one places that individuals look at when they meet you. They check out your shoes to see. It's one of those 13 things that they do. They look at your shoes. So investing in a great pair of shoes that you can wear with a number of different outfits would be advantageous. Awesome. Thank you so much for your guidance. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. I so enjoyed being interviewed by you. This was so much fun. Thank you again. Oh, awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And for everybody who's listening, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am so grateful for each and every episode that you tune in and listen to. And I hope that you get a ton of value that you can implement starting today. I do have just a quick favor. If you wouldn't mind hopping on to wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review, it would help us tremendously so that the Tribe of Leaders podcast can be found more easily and help inspire other entrepreneurial leaders. 